Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Gary and Shannon, and you're listening to KFI AM 640, The Gary and Shannon Show, on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, it's time for Swamp Watch. The swamp is Just home. me, huh? The Just government you. doesn't work. Come on, man. We're going to make this like a, a reality TV show. Corn Pop was a bad dude. It's always a pleasure to be anywhere but Washington, D.C. Hey, Joe. Hey, Esther. <laughs> a town all too clearly built on a swamp, and in so many ways, still a swamp. That's a bunch of malarkey. Somebody said, drain the swamp. I said, oh, that's so hokey. Keep yapping, man. Swamp Watch. You know the thing. Outside. It was 14 below. The great uh, Tom T. Hall sure can get cold in Des Moines. Uh, they're talking about temperatures 30 to 40 degrees below zero when you factor in the wind chill in different parts of Iowa today. As uh, caucus goers go to caucus uh, in 16, 1700 different caucus sites carrying warm hot dishes for all of the people to enjoy while they're caucusing in the coldness. Uh, Tom T. Hall just died a couple years ago. Yeah. Wow. He's very prolific. Um, a lot of times we have to figure out what is going... Did you know that he wrote Harper Valley PTA? Yes. Oh. No, I didn't know he wrote it. I, I did mean, not know that. Um, wasn't it that... Didn't that become a TV show? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Iowa... And, and a motion picture. God, that I didn't know. Iowa could be more of a race for second, right? We know that that Donald Trump is way ahead of other Republicans in the primaries. And the real question is whether either Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis could make it a two-person race in the long run. One of them is not. One of them is not making it out of New Hampshire. Like, we might even see Ron DeSantis, depending on how things go today, get out of this race in the next few days. Because I he has think been, he'll do well in Iowa. You think? I do not. I do not think he'll do well. I just I'm think, surprised by that, considering the the wins for, you know, the Santorum and the yeah, Mike Huckabee. It just seems like DeSantis is more of that lane. But I but guess I think they failed. were surround. They were surrounded. They were um, welcomed by evangelicals much more so than Ron DeSantis yeah. has been because Trump is dominating when it I comes to those churchgoers. I, I don't, don't either. Get that I, at all. I, it makes zero sense to me. But they believe uh, that if, if, for example, um, abortion is a big deal in Iowa, and I'm pretty sure it is, they're going to go with the guy that they credit with, you know, removing the federal protections of Roe v. Wade by putting a third um, conservative justice on the Supreme Court. DeSantis at one point was talking about winning Iowa. Now, again, we can look at a long list of people who have won Iowa and never did anything after that. Ted Cruz, Rick Santorum, Mike Huckabee. But this is an important run. I mean, those were guys who were much closer. The The race was much closer than it currently is between Trump and Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley, um, not necessarily perhaps the strongest 
in Iowa. She's going to do much better in in New Hampshire. But there's something about her that Ron DeSantis doesn't have is in that within that Republican realm, it's almost as if she's the anti-Trump. And again, not anti-Trump like a Democrat would be, but just Republican, but not Trump. And I think a lot of people believe that Ron DeSantis is too close to Trump for them to be giving to to support him, supposedly. Um, and then does the cold do anything? Does it keep people away? We talked with ABC. I feel like it might do the opposite, that people will be like, oh, you think it's the cold's going to keep right. me away? Well, and if Sherry Preston, we talked with her. She's in Des Moines today uh, for ABC News. She talked about it in a couple of different ways. Number one, um, if unless there's a lot of enthusiasm, right? If Donald Trump, we know he's going to win by double digits. Do Trump supporters stay home? Because they, they're pretty confident in that he's going to win. Or, like you said, uh, and Sherry Preston was talking about, Iowans take great pride. In being an Iowan. In being an Iowan mm -hmm. and being important, being the icebreakers when it comes to the electoral process as early as they are. So maybe they take this with a sense of pride. Tomorrow morning, are we going to do stories about people who stuck their... Uh, their Dodge Ram pickup into a ditch uh, and ended up freezing to death. I think Possibly. we'll probably do more stories about Buffalo fans uh, doing stupid stuff in the snow in Buffalo. <laughs> I bet if we were to, if we were to predict hospitalizations, Iowa versus Buffalo today. Interesting. Caucus versus playoff game. I think Buffalo wins that. I mean, That's we actually, could. We we could make a we could make a bet right now how many people die in Buffalo versus how many people die in Iowa. Well, I'd rather not make a bet about that, but we could. But it'll it be, be like our own be, ghoul pool. It will be something to watch. I'll say it that. will be um, real ding dong. One of the last things that happened was Donald Trump went after Vivek Ramaswamy, which was Why? not expected. Why even? Did you hear give the, him the time of day? Did you hear the whole I thing? I did about, not. All right. Well, I'll explain then because uh, he. Uh, Trump referred to Ramaswamy as deceitful. For And it was one specific picture that showed up that caused him to do that. Would you like your Jeopardy question? Sure. On this MLK Junior Day, Monday, January 15th, Southern Cities for $200. In 1960, Martin Luther King Jr. joined his father as co-pastor of Ebenezer Baptist in this capital city. Atlanta. Hot Atlanta hot wings. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, I read a book many years ago now, but I read a book about the writing of the I Have a Dream speech. Yeah. Fascinating. He gave that speech or portions of it yeah. or versions of it many, many, many times. many times. Right. I remember that. And it was like, um, you know, we've talked a lot lately about how stand-up comedians come up with an hour-long special after doing hours and hours and hours of stand-up on the road. And it almost seems like that, like that was a special. It was a culmination of so much work. Well, we've done. seen, we saw Barack Obama do it with his speeches. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Politicians do it all the time where they see what works, what play. Donald Trump's done it yeah. a bunch of times. George W. Bush did yeah. a lot of How it. How come we don't see what works and then repeat it? Well, we'll find something that works first. Right. And then we'll repeat. Right. Uh, a couple stories that we're following. Earthquake hit this morning just off the coast, uh, about 61 miles south of Avalon. They said it was about a 4.4 magnitude quake just before three this morning. We have a new Miss America 
And she is also a second lieutenant in the Air Force, Madison Marsh, the first active duty Air Force officer to win the pageant. What's going on over there? You got a little bug? I got a little tickle got a little in my tickle throat. In your throat? Mm. Interesting. It's very interesting. Iceland's president said Iceland is battling tremendous forces of nature. Molten lava from a volcano on the southwest uh, of the island consumed several houses in a town that we talked about before, Grindavik, which was already evacuated because they knew that the uh, the volcano was erupting. They said that the eruption appears to be dying down, but it's too soon to declare that the danger is over completely. Um, just a quick note about you. This oh. woman wants you to feel good about yourself. Good morning, guys. Shannon, be grateful you have a derriere. That's a good thing. Because some people, sadly, it's, it's flat back there. We've all seen it. Or the indentation is like, how did that happen? <laughs> You know, weird things happen to derrieres. Oh, boy. It's flat back there. <laughs> it's flat back there. Oh, my That's, God. That might be one it's of the good ones. flat back there. Uh, we're talking about tonight's Iowa caucuses. Uh, Donald Trump is well ahead when it comes to the polls. My dad is diehard Republican, and he hates Trump. But he's going to vote for him because, yes, my dad is... A Baptist Christian, and it is the abortion. That is oh, the only right. reason why the churchgoers, in my opinion, in in my experiences, want to vote for Trump is because of the abortion issue. So that have a great day. Thank you. So it's, that's an interesting point because in the town hall that he did last week, a woman stood up, very very pro life, and I mean pro life anti-abortion period no exceptions no time limit nothing and she said she she's uh, uh confronted trump because that's not who he is his attitude on it is we've got to find some amount of compromise and if there is to be any sort of federal ban it's got to be something along the lines of 12 weeks 15 weeks or something like that he even criticized Ron DeSantis for the six-week ban that he wanted to put in place in Florida, saying it goes too far. Trump is also a guy who uh, has, at least lately, carved out, um, in his mind, carved out exceptions for uh, health of the mother, uh, viability of the child, things like that. So he's not entirely anti-abortion. He's just a little bit more nuanced about it, which is weird because... He does take credit for Roe v. Wade being overturned. Right. He and says, you know, they've been trying to do it. I was the one who did it. Uh, I'm proud to have done it. Um, and, and and I wonder how much the abortion issue will provide enthusiasm. And I don't like to use that word in connection with abortion, but it is what it is. Political enthusiasm to get to the polls. Because that line of him saying, I got rid of Roe v. Wade. I'm the one who put the justices up there that did it. They've been trying for 54 years to get rid of it. And I did it. I'm wondering how much that fuels the Democrats. How much enthusiasm oh. that provides them. And, and the, the money that's going to just flow in flow as a result into they the democrats pockets and what's funny is not funny one of the things about that statement alone is that he says they've tried for 54 years and i got it done it's a money maker for him and his campaign that line unadulterated just post that same video which is exactly what the yep. the biden campaign did they posted that same video 
And uh, the line was something like, he admits it or he's taking responsibility for it. That message, the same words mean diametrically different yes. things to those different parties. Right. And and I that's a that's a great point because it's but what I don't quite get is he is a he is a such he's such a flawed character that but that evangelicals evangelicals are willing to support him for that one specific issue. It's not because he's a good guy. It's not because he loves his wife or wives. It's not because he treats women well. It's not because he goes to church. It's not because he has any clue about the Bible. It, that That's not the stuff that they support. They support the one thing that he was, the arguably one of the biggest uh, accomplishments in his presidency, which was sending Roe v. Wade back to the States. Um, so Donald Trump lashed out at Vivek Ramaswamy for the first time over the weekend, saying he is not MAGA. He said Vivek, uh, Vivek started his campaign as a great supporter, quote, the best president in generations, etc. Unfortunately, now all he does is disguise his support in the form of deceitful campaign tricks. Very sly, but a vote for Vivek is a vote for the other side. Don't get duped by this. Vote for Trump. Don't waste your vote. Vivek is not MAGA. The Biden indictments against his political opponent opponent will never be allowed in this country. They are already beginning to fall MAGA. So the, what started that was there was a picture going around of Vivek Ramaswamy and I think six or seven guys. And they're all younger looking guys, I think, except for one. And they're wearing T-shirts that said, save Trump, vote Vivek. That he was the only one as president who would be able to stop prosecutions of former president Trump. And it was the first time there was any sort of crack in the, in, and it was probably the first time that Donald Trump even paid attention to him because it, he took it as uh, being disloyal. I assume. He probably took it as a misuse of his name. You know how much he likes to take ownership of that Trump name. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, that's, so. that's interesting. That's like uh, no on recall. Yes, on Bustamante. A quick update tomorrow. We're understanding that there is a planned federal worker walkout to protest Biden's handling of Israel's war against Hamas. Uh, workers in at least 22 different government agencies plan to protest the president's policy by joining a work stoppage tomorrow. House Speaker Mike Johnson says, quote, any government worker who walks off the job to protest U.S. support for our ally Israel is ignoring their responsibility and abusing the trust of the taxpayers. I saw another post that said, I don't have a problem with them walking out. It's the going back to work the next day that I'm going to have an issue yeah. with. Well, we were introduced to the hot dish today. We were doing hot casserole talk. Then we learned about the hot dish. We learned about funeral potatoes, things to bring to your caucus or to celebrate the caucus here in California. Yeah, here's our funeral potatoes. Hey, Gary and Shannon, this is Tanil from Vegas. You really need to look up funeral potato recipes because... Those are yummy, topped with cornflakes. Mm. Super nutritious. And listen, uh, I think you broke it down very simply. You've got a protein, you've got a starch, and then you got some binding agent. Yeah, like, like a, a cream, cream of, of chicken. Cream of chicken, cream of mushroom. Cream of anything. Just anything. bring on the cream. And then anything else that happens. I mean, anything else th that you find that you want to throw in there, whether it's bacon or You've got to have the cheese. I mean, cheese seems like it's a it's a staple, a yeah. Easy way to do it. Um, Steve Ducey, 
from Fox News uh, actually has a video up that shows his recipe. I guess he grew up in Iowa, and I didn't right. know that. But he grew up with his. His is the one that I was telling you about with the tater tots and the sour yeah. cream and the he, cheese. Here's his his uh, video on on how to make his tater tot casserole. First, let's get out an oven proof skillet and start browning the beef. Beef. Now let's add an onion. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can and a can it. of corn. Can of corn. And oh. a can of cream of mushroom, cream of mushroom. and cream of chicken. Ooh, oh, a lot of cream. Stir and then smooth out the top. Okay. Now add your cheese. Um, this and looks time to grab. The hold on a second. Incredible. I'm going to stop him right there because he he put it. He's sprinkling cheese mm -hmm. from a plastic bag, mm -hmm. like the pre-grated stuff. Yeah. Don't do that. It's better don't if you that. freshly grate it. Freshly grate it. Just don't grate your finger like I did right here. I still have my great wound when I grated my thumb. Well, I don't know if that's a you thing or if it's like the grater got right away from you or something. Right next to my scar from the knife. <laughs> You're in danger. I'm grizzled. Kitchen, I now, add your cheese. Real cheese. And time to grab those taters. Start circling the skillet. He's, he's literally placing... Mm -hmm. So he's flattened out the top of this thing. So there's a flat work area yeah. and he's placing on end it's art. He's standing up the tater tots in yeah. a circle all the way around the outside and of the skillet. Work an in. internal work and then in. another ring. It's in very and methodical and it's soothing yeah. to, 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 to round up your tater tots like that. He ends up putting it in the oven, heats it for a while. And then, uh, was that about three fifty, twenty 20 minutes, three fifty, like probably 25 minutes yeah. or so. And then, you can top it with a little more cheese. Mm -hmm. Although, again, he's using the bad stuff out of the bag that doesn't melt very well. And then sour cream. And he puts some um, some tomatoes and some chives. some chives on top of that. Thing. Maybe a little bacon bits and bacon bits. Although, you don't really, I mean, you can always use bacon bits. But you've got the beef in there, too. Well, bacon, it goes well with beef. With everything. Yeah, right. Well, I wouldn't say everything. Not like a, what do you what do you mean? Bacon doesn't go well with everything. Like a dolce de leche ice cream. Interesting, you say that. Remember when I said I was texting uh, a friend about diarrhea this morning? I'm glad we could bring it back. <laughs> yes. um, I was listening to a podcast uh, of people that we know that do this podcast, uh -huh. and uh, the, one of the people says, um, "Yeah, I had a, a peanut butter chocolate bacon." smoothie or or drink like from uh, from sonic yeah peanut butter bacon and he was like yeah there's like probably at least three strips of bacon in there big chunks of bacon and the peanut butter smoothie and then they went on to do the uh, zempic story right <laughs> and one of them says i don't like talking about <laughs> diarrhea and the other one who just drank this smoothie says oh, i have no problem talking about diarrhea and so I sent a text that says, it's a good thing you don't have a problem talking about diarrhea if you're going to keep putting down those smoothies. Because that's going to be a topic du But jour. it's a very difficult word to spell, as you noted today as well. Diarrhea, it took me a few tries to get diarrhea right in that text. Did the, the phone auto-correct for you? No, it didn't. Oh. Um, it just crossed so its I, arms and leaned back and said, Basically, okay, go ahead. it said, this Try is it. wrong, but Try we're it. not going to fix it. Just keep trying to type diarrhea in traffic. Why are you not supposed to text How did you spell it? I spelled it. I got the H first. Yeah, it's tough. So it's D-I-A-R-R-R-R-H-E-A. Yeah. That H wants to sneak in that there sooner, doesn't it? Well, it's like the gonorrhea. 
Isn't there, isn't there an H in gonorrhea? I haven't had a lot or of practice Lucachria? spelling out gonorrhea. Is there an H in gonorrhea? I don't think there is. Let's find out. Thankfully, Gon- I haven't had to look at that word enough. So er- I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's the same thing. You're absolutely right. Gonorrhea and diarrhea, very similar with the RH placement and the Ia. On my side of the bed yes. was human fecal matter. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh, speaking of which, yeah. Guys. What? Guys. What? Guess what? What? Somebody under the age of 30 found this song. doesn't quite know what to do with it. Who found this song? Uh, some kid on TikTok. Oh, really? Yeah. And was like, uh, is grandpa talking about what sex? I think he's talking yeah, about? You know what, honey? Grandpa's had a lot of sex. All right? How the hell do you think you ended up here? And Smokey Robin. Grandpa's enjoyed himself. <laughs> and Smokey Robinson was like, it's not about sex. What is it about then, Smokey? Mixtape Monday. You'll have to stick around and find out. It's pretty great. Like a spasm? Very different. Is it? Or is it like gonorrhea and diarrhea? (laughs) Stop. Hey, if you missed any of this show, don't forget to get us on demand. Get that podcast. If you missed any part of the show. If you missed the part where I broke down how to spell diarrhea and how to spell gonorrhea, you're going to want to go back and listen to that. Yeah. It's flat back there. It is flat back there. Not over here. All right. Well, uh, the Emmys are tonight. Is that right? Yes. Oh, why on a Monday? Well, because they had to cancel. Remember, the, we had a writer strike and an actor strike. Back yeah, but the- still on a Monday. Up against football is what you're saying? Yeah, it's just dumb. Jason Nathanson is always here to break it down for us. Jay Nat, what's going on? Are you saying Monday? Monday. Are we going to play his his stuff or no? It depends if Jacob's paying attention or not, if he's watching a bra commercial. It's fine at this point. Knockers! I guess he's not going to play it. Off the rails. No. By the way, I played pickleball this weekend, and it was very cold in the morning. So yeah. I know the football, I know, gets a lot of attention when it's cold. Yeah. But, but, but Jason was cold but when Jason he played. But Jason in the valley was, was really frigid. Cold. Yeah. I had to wear a crew neck, long sleeve sweatshirt. My, yeah. I had to get up my dry fit. After the first game, I had to take the sweatshirt off, you know. Oh. That's how was, cold it was, huh? That's, yeah. It got warm up pretty quickly. Uh, yes, the Emmys are tonight on a Monday because, Gary is right, because of the writer's strike and the actor's strike, they moved it, but then there wasn't any other room really in January because last night was the Critics' Choice Awards. The week before was the Golden Globes on the Sundays, right? So the Sundays were all kind of taken. Uh, so they had to do it uh, on on a Monday. Yeah, but On a Martin Luther King Monday, which is weird. That's also. weird. It's weird that they are doing it up against playoff football. Playoff like, football. Is there yeah. nobody? Big is? game. You got the Iowa caucuses, too. They're predicting that this is probably... Last year was the lowest rated Emmys of all time. Six <laughs> mil, Just six million people watched. 2024 said, hey, you're, uh, hold my beer. Yeah, and I think this is going to be even, this could possibly be even lower. So we'll see. The vote, and it's, you know, the voting was done also back in August. So they didn't delay the voting or anything. So all these results have been sitting around for, you know, months now, getting kind of stale. Because as we've seen over the past couple of weeks with the Critics' Choice Awards and the Golden Globe Awards, 
you know, different things have been winning. Um, you know, you had the Bear winning, uh, you had Succession winning. Um, these results include things like for the for the Emmys, um, House of the Dragon, the uh, the Game of Thrones spinoff, which was you know so long ago at this point that season one came out that I don't think anybody is really thinking about that show right now. Uh, they're mostly thinking about stuff like Succession, um, which is probably going to win a lot of the big awards. Um, last night was Critics' Choice Awards. I yes. kind of dipped in and out and saw some things. I saw um, Paul Giamatti won for The Holdovers, which we watched on Friday, and my wife and I watched, and we loved it. It was really, really a great movie. Um, yeah. But he talked... <laughs> oh, you didn't sorry. like it? <laughs> I like it, I, I but but I, I, don't, I don't think he should have won over Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer. Oh, I mean, well... It, Yes, I will say uh, Paul Giamatti's googly eye in the holdover should win some sort of technical <laughs> award. Yes, the best googly eye. Man, that, that thing be... was crushing me. I, I mean, I was crying at times. And then, that movie. <laughs> you were crying. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and then when when I interviewed him for the movie, it's like you have to kind of remember that like he he kind of looks pretty bad in that movie. You yeah, know? he's very schlumpy and frumpy and and the, the eye and everything. And then um, for, when 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 you talk to him in real life, he 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 looks a lot better. He looks you know it's 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 a big change. Those actors, man, they can really do stuff. They can really their, they sure can with their appearance. You stuff. were a voting member uh, of yes. for the Critics Choice Awards. How did you do? I did to horribly. It? Oh really? If, if it were yes. If <laughs> well, we were, clearly if, the Killian Murphy thing over Paul G. If Do you were, think they get your little envelope and they're like, oh, this is Jason Nathanson. You can put I, that over there. Yes, 100%. I think that's exactly what happens. <laughs> I think they disregard my votes. Um, I, if, it, if it were a betting thing, I would have lost a lot of money. Ooh. I think in the film category, I had 14 differences with the actual winners. Oh, that's um, a lot. Wow. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, I was surprised. Were you voting uh, on the correct year? Uh, maybe, maybe not. Uh, <laughs> including best actor going to Paul Giamatti, as we discussed. I, I don't understand. Killian Murphy is going to win the Oscar, and that that just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, best actress going to Emma Stone for Poor Things. That's what they. That's what the Critics' Choice voted on. I gave it to Lily, Lily Gladstone for Killers of the Flower Moon, um, and I think that's going to be borne out by the Oscars as well. Supporting actor, uh, they gave it to Robert Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer, um, which I think is that's probably. The, the the most logical choice. I gave it to Ryan Gosling for Barbie because I just thought he was great in that. Oh, my God. Both, both are good. Ryan Gosling was great in that movie. You know, whether you like it or not, he was great. So he was okay, but not award winning. He was he was great. He was fantastic in that film. Um, best supporting actress. I got wrong. I gave it to Daniel Brooks for The Color Purple. They gave it to Davine Joy Randolph from The Holdovers. Um, I just can't believe you don't like Emily in Paris, but you liked Ryan Gosling and Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> Those two do not compute. Yes, I have taste. Uh, oh, best man. acting ensemble. They gave to Oppenheimer, which they also gave to Best Picture, which is fine. Um, but I don't understand if you why why have Best Acting Ensemble and Best Picture if you're just going to give both you know the same. Right, it doesn't make sense. Um, I gave Barbie. Do you one. feel snubbed, Jason? Do I feel? I never feel snubbed. Okay, no, of course not. Um, and then on the TV side, I had twelve. Uh, differences with the actual winners. Out of how many categories? Um, oh, I don't know. I didn't count the actual categories. Like 30? There's like, yeah, there's 20-something, okay. I think. Is there a chance they kick you out? 
Because <laughs> you did so poorly? No. Okay. Maybe. Good. I don't know. No, no, I don't want them is, to. I... Is that a possibility? I don't know. There I might have, have been I've a meeting this morning. Opportunity to like, vote on something like we that. We need to get together. We need to talk about this guy, Jason Nathanson. Why? It's very It's very possible. I just don't get, and we'll pro- we might see this tonight at the Emmys, um, and we saw it last week at the Golden Globes, uh, and last night at the Critics' Choice Awards, a lot of love for The Bear, right? The comedy series, yeah. The Bear. Which is which, not a comedy. Exactly. That's my biggest problem. Yeah. With it. I laugh more at Succession than I do at The yes. Bear. Um, the Bear is anxiety-inducing. Yes. Um, that, the, the episode that everybody talks about from last season with the, the Christmas, Christmas episode oh. was, oh was one, one of the most dramatic on TV of the year. So just because it's a half hour doesn't mean that it's a comedy. So to give it best comedy series... Uh, actor in a comedy series, actress in a comedy series, supporting actor in a comedy series. Um, it's, that's just a lot. Speaking yeah. of that, did, to your knowledge, did Jamie Lee Curtis win anything for that episode? She did not. See, that was an amazing performance. That was uh, that was that was a fan- fantastic performance, and I think it really was. Wow, I think that would have been a best um, guest actor spot. Oh yeah, which that makes sense. Which they don't have in the Globes and the Critics' Choice, but they do have in the Emmys, but that'll be for this year's Emmys. Not the one tonight, uh, but the one point. that's in September. Okay, well. So we'll, look for that. We'll keep an eye on that. Yes. J-Nat. Jason. Bundle up, buddy. Bundle up. Make yes. sure you're uh, not exposed to the elements when you're out there playing on the pickleball court. Well. We I want do, to keep I you. Uh, I, I do that on purpose. Oh, okay. You got to give them something to watch while you're out there. Mm. Smacking the oh. balls around. Yeah, the, the 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 legions of fans who show up to to watch me play. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. Later, Jason Nathanson over the hill in Hollywood. Trending stories: our gas fantasy six pack follow up and mixtape Monday still to come. We still on have Gary two outstanding games. Games, games. You've been listening to the Gary and Shannon Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. every Monday through Friday and anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.